Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. I'm Ben. And um, I know you just listened to that intro from Bob uh, where he lied to you because we're not listening to a randomly selected uh, movie this week. Well, listen, it's just the intro, man. I mean, yeah. It's the way we do the intro. Okay. But we're not doing a standard episode today. No, it's just, I know. said special. It is special. It is special. Just like Bob. Um, God damn you. <laughs> God damn it. It's relevant. <laughs> I mean a little, I guess. Today, we're doing something extra special. So, uh, we mentioned this on... Blackwater. Blackwater. Yep. So, first episode of season, season four, four. Spooky Swamp, swamp music. music. Very exciting to get more into those films. But we are doing a celebration of basically 50 episodes. I can't believe we've done it. I'm surprised I'm still here. <laughs> Bob's like, I'm surprised I'm still alive. No, still I, listen, some of those movies almost made me pass away. I don't know. I thought you'd keel over from, like, caffeine. That might be true. Oh, <laughs> Bob God. drinks a lot of Monster. Well, work is really a tough one. And then and then it's like, well, now i got to go home and record a podcast. And it's like, wow. Well, <laughs> well, that's what we're doing right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got off work, uh, chugged some Red Bull, baby, and then uh, got, I got coffee. Brought yeah. us coffee. And so we're recording. Feels like a kind of late night variety hour, early morning talk show kind of thing going on right now. Okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, super off topic, but uh, <laughs> to celebrate uh, like kind of 50 episodes, we decided to watch Terrifier 2. Yeah. Because that's kind of why we started the podcast. It, it really is. Because you mentioned people were like throwing up and vomiting and passing out in the theater. And yeah. I was like, fuck it bunch of bitches i could do it because i was like bob had never seen a horror movie i knew he didn't like horror and we were talking about like horror movies because i'm super into them uh bob is now but well, before I'm there he wasn't and i was like oh my god terrifier 2 is coming out apparently it's so bad that people are like passing out in the theaters and throwing up and he was like i can do that yeah, i was like i could do that i could watch that movie and, and so, then we watched terrifier 1 and i went hold on yeah hold on and then, i so don't know if i could do that we decided to watch terrifier the original, don't call it Terrifier 1. We decided to watch Terrifier. You were doing so good for so long. And then you were like, throwback. <laughs> Terrifier 1. I, no. had to go, I had to go back to my roots. The roots suck. Oh. Chop them off. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> we decided to watch Terrifier. And Bob had just bought podcast equipment. So he's like, I want to record it. That sounds fun. <laughs> Let's um, make a podcast. <laughs> here we are. 50 episodes later. 50 episodes still later. recording this podcast. And so we're going to watch Terrifier 2. Bob has... Own the Blu-ray since it was basically available. I bought it the day that it came out. Has somehow managed to not look at the cover art. Nope. Uh, Bob is chronically online, especially Twitter, mm-hmm. and he constantly has to deal with movie spoilers. Bob, ha- do you want to explain to the audience how you've avoided Terrifier 2 spoilers? I muted everything I could think of. Every word, every term, every hashtag. I was like, I refuse to have this movie spoiled That's funny, but what's the funnier thing you did? Bob's like, I don't know. I actually don't. What are you talking about? Uh, what did you do whenever you found someone who might be talking about Terrifier 2? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> it's very funny. I, I, Once again, I muted all the words, hashtags. Uh, but if I saw someone tweeting about Terrifier 2 that got through my blockade, <laughs> I blocked them. I have 400 people on Twitter <laughs> You're going to maybe have to undo some of those. No. <laughs> Soon. I don't like these. No. They're spoilery people? They were trying. Okay, fair enough. And I went, no. I always hate that when people are like, it's fun to talk about 
movies. Sure, but at least like give a spoiler warning, right? Yeah. At the top of the th- most of them did not. Or do what we do and hit that sensitive content button. Yeah, like just like, hide don't it. don't be spoiling things for other people. Online. No, it sucks, especially like new stuff. Unless you got a a warning, or it's yeah an hour into a podcast. <laughs> an hour into a podcast, and we forgot to tell you that we're gonna spoil something. But you should know because that's the format. Yeah, listen, I like to warn people, but sometimes you just forget. Yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We also have another announcement, which we didn't announce previously. Because we didn't know when it was going to happen. Yeah, mostly because uh, it takes a long time to plan certain things, and we yeah. planned this last week, so mm-hmm. this is pretty great for us on turnaround. Listen, this might be the most preparation we've ever done. For anything. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so long story short, when we started this podcast back in October, I had just gone to a convention, yeah. like a horror convention, and I was telling Bob about it. It was like, oh, that sounds cool. And so there's another convention coming up near us um, in October again. And I was like, hey, Bob, you want to go to this convention? Yeah. It's on the weekend, so, like, we don't work. Uh, so long story short, we're going to the convention. We're going to a convention. Which, it's a, it's a pretty big one, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. And, like, the big thing to know about it is there's a bunch of guests there. A bunch. Lots of famous people. Mm-hmm. What's the issue with that for you, Bob? Well, you see, Benjamin, I haven't seen a lot of movies. Nope. You've We've seen watched 50 movies on the show. Approximately 50 movies. <laughs> approximately 50 movies. And, you know, it would really suck if I go, and I'm just like, oh, who the fuck are these people? Why do I care about you? Yeah, especially because some of them are, like, super cool. Yeah. And you might not ever get to see it at a convention again. Yeah. And that would suck. That would really suck. So, what we've decided to do is uh, convention prep. So, it's basically going to be a, I'm going to call it a mini-series. It's a mini-series, yeah. Uh, where we're going to go and watch... Movies that, like, the guests that are going to this convention have been in. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what we're watching going forward. It's going to kind of be, like, a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every week. It'll basically be additional content on top of yep. the normal board episodes. And when are these coming out, Bob? Uh, Probably Saturdays. Mm, yeah, probably Saturdays. You'll know because you're listening to this one now. But, like, yeah. going forward, they're probably going to come out Saturdays. And we're probably going to release, at some points, multiple in a week. And if that's going to happen, I'll let... We'll announce it on the other episodes that come before or whatever. But I think it'll be Saturday, probably Monday. Saturdays and Mondays and Wednesdays, probably. Yeah. Those will be the days. But what we did is I made a mega list, and me and Bob have gone over it. Um, But basically, we've tried to get at least one film each guest is in. Yeah. Sometimes, thankfully, we got the double up, where it's like this guest and this guest and this guest are all in the movie. We actually got lucky, and some of them we didn't have to prep any movies for, because we had watched multiple movies with them in it. Do you want to say who that guest was? Well, it's David Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette's going to be there, and that's super exciting. It's really funny, actually. Uh, We can't escape him. He's everywhere. So, long story short, the first movie on our convention prep list is Terrifier 2. Yeah. Because people associated with that film are going to be there. Are going to be there. It's going to be really cool. I'm not going to say who those people are right now because we haven't watched the film yet. So, when we're done, if I remember... (laughs) <laughs> I'll talk about remember. that because Bob doesn't know who any of the guests are, really. No, I like I know some because we talked about like David Arquette and shit. Yeah, there's also what is it, Felissa Rose? Mm-hmm. Is she gonna be there or something? Yep, you don't know who that is, but like, yeah, well, I've seen her. Yes, because of Joe Bob. Yeah, she's the uh, the, the dick mangling expert. <laughs> yeah, the penis expert yeah. on Joe Bob's uh, the last drive-in, which you know, go check that out. Go check it out. I'll shill that show for free. Plug. All right, and Shutter, you know, yeah. Please sponsor us. Please. Please. <laughs> I think that's all the, the, the stuff I have to talk about for this series. Yeah, I, th- I mean, it's add? basically just like we're watching a bunch of stuff to prepare for the convention. So I have, because we realized like a lot of the stuff that goes on there, they show movies 
and like I wouldn't want to go just walk in there and be like they're watching Jason X. I'm like I haven't seen the first nine. Yeah, this is a cool convention because like spoiler, I've been to this one before. Yeah, but it's a cool convention because they do like a film festival at the same time mm-hmm. uh, because there's like a movie theater right by the convention center and they rent it out or at least parts of it and so they're doing like fan films and stuff most of the time but like last year they did a movie screening late at night yeah super cool and like i was friday the 13th i think it's part you said part, part three? three yeah which was super fun to watch with like a whole theater full of like horror fans who've all seen the movie before yeah but guess who hasn't seen that movie me bob so if they do that again like we have to prep so yeah it's just i want to be able to get the best experience out of this convention and this is a good way to do that yep especially because a lot of these movies are gonna be fresh on my mind you know because we're watching them like now yeah we're watching them now rather than watching them you know also it it lets us get through some movies that we might not have gotten to yeah that's fair a long time oh my god because you know we do roughly kind of one movie a week. Roughly, yeah, depending on holidays I mean, and whatnot. We've been doing this for like 30 weeks and we're already at 50 movies. <laughs> yeah, we're already 20 up. extra movies off, but, so whatever. You know, we kind of have that, that pace, and since it's by, like, categories, we don't hit a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, that's a benefit, but also a flaw in the way we format the show. <laughs> yep. Because the benefit is we're watching a bunch of random shit, which is interesting. Well, like, we can't, it, like, hit a bunch of stuff for one director. Yeah, we can't, like, hit the popular stuff if we don't have the right category. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, like, I would have never watched Tetsuo. No, you You know what have. I mean? Like, I would have never seen something like that. It's really cool to see stuff like and that. And I don't think I would have had an excuse to put it on the board. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll do convention prep. And we'll be doing that up until the convention. Yeah, we're going to try and release all of them before the convention. Which and then, we have, like, I think we counted it out, like, 21 weeks, so... Yeah, 21 weeks, but I think our list of movies is 30. Yeah, currently it's anywhere. So we have, just to tell you right now, we have 18 definite movies we have to watch. Yeah. And then, do we want to talk about that other thing? Um, I mean, we might as well. You want to give them the hint? I do. You want, let's talk about it. I Why guess, not? Because it's interesting. It. We have no reason not to. If we do good. If we get there. We're going to reward ourselves by watching Friday the 13th. Because there's a bunch of people that are in Friday the 13th that are going to be at this convention, but not just, like, the first movie. Yeah. It's, like, movie one, movie two, movie seven. Yeah. Kane Hodder's going to be there. That's fucking hype. That's so cool. I mean, we've seen a Kane Hodder film with Hatchet, but... Yeah, I know. Like, he's one of the most, if not the most famous Jason. He's so cool. Point being is, like, <laughs> we need to get through those films anyways, so once we get through our 18, like, films that we have to watch for most of the guests... Mm-hmm. We'll start Friday the 13th films. And try and get through all 12 before the yeah. convention. Additionally, and I, I'm going to preface this now, before we get to those films, we might have to add more films to our list. If the guest list gets bigger. Like, I bought the tickets, I think, a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and they added a couple of guests, which yeah. added more movies to our list. So we'll see about that. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say? <laughs> might as well talk about this now. When we get back from the convention, we will do a convention wrap-up episode where we talk about the convention, Assumably, what we yeah. thought, you know, stuff we did, talk about how, you know, stuff we bought, stuff we didn't bought, who we how met. How much money Bob spent. How much money I spent. It'd be great. If he cried. <laughs> if I cried. Look, you know what'll make me cry. There's only one thing. You meet your dad. That's it. You finally yeah. meet him for if the I first him, time I'll ever. Cry. That's it. That's my, I think. Bob has abandonment issues. <laughs> I don't have abandonment issues. I wasn't abandoned. You've never met your dad before. <laughs> I know who my dad is, damn it. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, they don't. That's the joke. Well, if they listen to the podcast, they would know. They would. 
if Lloyd Kaufman shows up and I get to meet him, it might be the best moment of my life. He was there uh, last year. I know. That's why I'm like, please, just show up again. Just for me, please. That's all I need. <laughs> all right. But yeah, we'll do a convention wrap-up episode when we get back. Not mm-hmm. sure how long that'll end up being. No idea. Depends but on how much crazy stuff happens. Ooh. Maybe we'll have some antics, Benjamin. We'll have antics. It's like a drive, so. <laughs> it's not that big of a drive. Yeah, man. but we're going to be kind of like loopy. You might. I'm driving. I'll, I'll be, I'm driving. I sleep. If you fucking fall asleep when I drive, <laughs> I'll beat you. Hey, we can listen to that CD I got you for Christmas. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, is that the, uh, the end of the episode, Ben? We done? I think so. I think we're just not going to watch this. This is how we're watching now. Okay. Do you, you have any prep for this movie, Ben? I don't know how I don't know how this works. This is a new format. Hey. Yeah. So speaking of like things we have to do before the convention uh-huh. uh, and things that might happen after the convention, when I went to this convention last year, you, you know what I bought that we still haven't reviewed yet? Oh, my God. A bunch of convention movies that I bought for us to review on the podcast, and I have in a grab bag, and it's been like 10 months. I forgot you bought those. So we should probably watch those as well before we go to the convention, or we wait until afterwards, but then we'll have like a ton of them to go through. But see, that's more fun. Yeah, but like these are the ones from last year, and then we yeah. could get the ones from this year. Maybe we make a super bag. You want to make a super bag? And then do it, because, I mean, we'll have some, we'll need to fill another miniseries. Because assumedly, I'm going to buy some more. I might buy some, too. Blu-rays. I probably will buy some, actually, while we're there. That, like, people made and are selling at the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, man, oh, man, yeah, we could find some really, we could either find some, look, okay. I, but here's we the could either I, find a diamond in the rough or a pile of poo. I know, but I, and that's point fun. is, like, I bought these last year, so mm-hmm. I kind of, like, want to watch them before we get to this convention, and also... Bob has no idea what they are. No, I don't know anything. What if we see them at this convention, then it's like, oh. <sighs> yeah. Do we really want to add three more movies to the 34? That'd be a separate series. <laughs> Benjamin. Bob, it's been on the, the, the it's docket. It's been on the for... docket for so long, but we've been so busy. <laughs> for like 10 months. <laughs> anyway, maybe. maybe. We could discuss we'll that figure later. it out. I just thought Jesus I should bring it up. Christ. I'm like... leaving this in the podcast. I figured. I'm, I, just, there's like, no I thought I'd ask this. in case you're like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I want to do that. I've been I've been telling you I want to do that. And every single time we try and pl- look, no matter how hard we plan and prep, everything goes to shit as soon as we hit the fucking hit record. Yeah, well, those might be easy prep because I'm not going to do any research for them. Well, I yeah, refuse. there's no research to do. I refuse. Just watching a Blu-ray you bought at a convention for fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could find research, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, but this is that's more of a casual thing. Uh, but uh, you know why I brought this up, right? Why? Because you mentioned that that Bob bought me a CD for Christmas. Yeah, it did. It did not come in the mail till like it April. did not come into the mail until like five months later. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, this thing." I'd forgotten about it genuinely, but it's one of the three CDs in my my six track in my car. Yeah. I have a the soundtrack to the film to the trailer of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Enraging that CD album. And I have an album for one of the films I bought Oh, at the convention. Okay, that's cool. I was talking to the guy about the movie, and he gave me a free CD. What a nice dude. So, like, if we watch the movie before we go to the convention, we I can, can play that music the, in the play, car. Yeah. Look, let's put it... Let, I'm going to put this, say this now. Let's put it on the end. If we get to it, we get to it. If we don't, we don't. Fair enough. I'm gonna. We're going to try. I'll try. I don't know. We could probably do it, because, like, no research. It's just put in a movie... Yeah, that's and then fair. talk about it when we're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, there'll so, be shorter episodes anyway. Probably, like probably be like thirty to forty 30 minutes. Minute, yeah, so it'd be easier to knock out. Mm-hmm. 
You, if those appear randomly on a day of the week, maybe a Sunday or something. Yeah, we'll figure you'll it out. You'll know what yeah. it is. Well, it'll be more like a thing of we'll know closer to time of recording them, so we'll announce it on the episodes pr- beforehand usually. Or we won't know. It'll just come out. <laughs> I try to avoid that. Yeah, but we're not necessarily the best at keeping track of stuff. <laughs> it's almost like I said we should make a calendar. Uh, we did. And then you tried and it didn't. It, it worked. I no, fixed it. it. Didn't. I did fix it. I know, but it didn't work like the first two weeks. Yeah, it didn't. But I fixed it. And then we never use it. Nope. Because like, we update and change things all, all the, the time. time. Because life happens. Yeah. Okay. God damn. Are we, are you we move done? move recording spaces, you can get a whiteboard calendar and like do it. Oh, that, that would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about Terrifier 2 now? Jesus Christ. I guess. I mean, we've... <laughs> you sure that you don't want this to be the episode? The whole episode. <laughs> this is the intro episode, and then we're doing Terrifier 2 next week. Oh, Lord, no. We don't have time for that. We don't, really. All right. Uh, You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm actually ready? I'm genuinely really excited. All right. I'm going to let you know I didn't do a lot of research for this. That's understandable. Uh, this isn't for you. This is more for the audience, because we kind of decided to do this last minute. Uh, as in Today. Today. What? While we were at work, I was like, "Hey, you, you, you're free tonight. Let's let's do this so we can get on the ball." It's currently six thirty in the morning. I think we decided <sighs> to do this at about ten p.m. I think it was. I think it was like eleven thirty. <laughs> it was late, maybe midnight. So I, I basically had to do research before I came here in like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. which worked. But I don't have like a lot written down. Mm-hmm. I went through a bunch of sources and read stuff, so I do have stuff off the top of my head. But I also just don't want to give you a lot because. You've managed to remain spoiler-free on this movie I through have. sheer, sheer power of will. will. So I don't want to give you like more than I have to. Okay. So I don't really have a lot. That's fair. Written down, anyways. Cool. Yeah. But I I got the basic stuff that we normally have. It's just not a lot of facts. All right, Terrify Two. You ready? Yeah, man. So it is a 2022 film. I think that might be the newest film we've shown seen on the show. I don't think we've seen anything. Older than, I guess younger sh- than this. Sh- yeah, I don't think we've seen anything this year. We've talked yeah. about movies that have come out this yeah, year. Yeah, we have because you I- talked about your favorite movie ever. Oh God, I don't even remember what it's called. The weird analog horror one. Yeah, what's that called? Oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> how dumb am I? How'd I forget? Skinnerink. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it, uh, skin a skink. That's what you. Yeah, said. we didn't watch it on the podcast. We didn't watch it on the podcast. I don't. It would not have made a good podcast movie anyway. Nope. Terrible podcast movie. Okay, film. Well, if you're into analog horror, if yeah. you're not into analog horror, I've heard it's the worst thing. Oh, ever. I mean, it scared the piss out of me. Well, yeah, but everything scares the piss out of you. Mm. Anyways, 2022 film. Uh, you want ready for the description? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, there's plot. Holy shit, there's <laughs> plot. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? It's not just two random women getting assaulted by a clown for no reason. Well, like it can be both. Okay. <laughs> it Fair can enough. be both. Okay. Yeah, they they had a budget. Holy shit. Plot? <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. I thought that was humorous. That was, oh no, that's good. That's very good. Do you want me to tell you the length? Sure. All right. I'm going to double check. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Two hours and 18 minutes long. This movie is so fucking long. Why? It just is. But it it's just so An art the clown movie that is two it's, hours and 18 minutes long? So long. I... I didn't want to tell you at work because I wanted your genuine reaction, but like, I'm not necessarily super excited to watch this movie because it's 6 a.m. and it's going to be two hours. It's exciting. <laughs> it is. Because, like, wow. Yeah. But also, 
It's almost two and a half hours. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I don't, man. It's so long. That's exciting. I'm excited now. It is. Because what can that man do in two hours and 18 minutes? Mm-hmm. What can Art the Clown really get up to? You know what I mean? All right. Rating? Okay. Not rated. Oh, sick. Could have been PG-13. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it was PG-13. Lookie. I think I would probably decease. I would be uh, deceased. Review scores. IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. Okay. Tomato Meter gave it an 85%. Oh, man. An audience score gave it an 80%. Oh, this is... Look, I'm so excited right now. For awards, here's where it gets a little bit odd. Okay. IMDb says six nominations, zero wins. Mm-hmm. But then I was checking around. I think it received, like, wins on the 2023 Chainsaw Awards. Oh, it probably did. I think it got two the four. Okay. That's pretty good. If it did. I couldn't tell, so don't, like, quote me on that. But Okay. Good for them. Certain things did. are not up to date, so just yeah. putting that out there. Kind of the issue with doing... Newer stuff. Newer stuff. Notable actors. Lauren Lavera as Sienna. She's Ciara from Iron Fist. Uh, she was on one episode in 2017, so... A lot of smaller actors, mm-hmm. by the way. David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. He's back. You know what I didn't know? What? Uh, he played the Joker from uh, Nightwing Escalation. He was on six episodes from huh. 2016 to 2017. I didn't know that either. You know what that show is? No, actually. Uh, I think it's about Nightwing, like it's, taking it's, over it's, for Batman. Okay. Like when he's gone. Was it like a live action uh, show on DC or is it animated? Do you know? Live action. It's not probably sure what channel is it's CW? on. CW? But it's probably CW. Either let's, CW let's or it, um, it could have just been one of those uh, HBO Max streaming shows. Fair enough. Like, it, uh, it is live action, though. What is the other one? Teen Titans? Or the Titan show that was exclusively streaming? Or, um, yeah, it's just called Titans. Don't confuse it with Teen, Teen Titans, Titans, which is, is a way better show. Way, way better. Uh, or um, or Teen Titans one? Go, which is the really, really bad one. Yeah. Well, what's the other show? That Whatever. Oh, God. The Flash? Huh? The Flash? No, it was oh. one of the HBO Max streaming shows, but I can't remember. It was like, I can't remember. It's whatever. <laughs> it's one of those. It's just another like stream, like Peacemaker. Okay. Something like that. Oh, you want to get really off topic really quick? Jesus Christ. Okay. Since we're talking about David Howard Thornton. Yeah, sure. This is completely unrelated to him. Uh, but another horror antagonist. So, you know your friend who plays Leprechaun? Yeah. And how he's in Willow? Uh-huh. Guess what they're taking off Disney Plus? I saw that too. The Willow TV show. Yeah, they're taking It's the only Willow been show. there for like a couple months. It has not been there long at all. I don't think you'll be able to watch it anymore like nah, permanently. I think Disney Plus is just going to wipe it away. Yep. It'll be gone gone. So Yeah. I didn't even get to watch I haven't watched it. Going away Friday. So, I'm not going to be able to watch right it right now because it's Friday. Yeah, sucks. It does suck. I, a lot of streaming services are doing that, and it really blows. Mm-hmm. They're skimming all their content, mm-hmm. which really sucks, because like, a lot of them have the rights to stuff, and the rights aren't anywhere else, yep. so you just can't watch it, and sometimes you can't even find like a DVD or a Blu-ray. Yeah. Sucks. Especially streaming-only shows, because mm-hmm. like, they don't make physical copies of that shit. Just wanted to mention that, because like, you know, I heard it wasn't super good, but like, yeah, I mean, it's I heard still it was... really sucky. But it's a part of the Disney Plus merging with Hulu. That's why that's happening. Ugh. They're getting rid of a bunch of shows. So probably won't need a Hulu subscription anymore because it'll be one subscription with Disney Plus. Yeah, I have a Hulu subscription, but I don't want to subscribe to Disney, to Disney Plus. But at the same time, pretty sure the new... What are they do- going to do with all the Fox stuff that's on Hulu? Uh, I Like FX, like Sonny's on Hulu. I'm assuming it's going to leave. Oh my right? god, how am I going to watch Sonny? I'm assuming that's going to move to its own streaming service. Who owns uh, Fox right now? FX? I have no idea. Probably. It's not Disney, is it? No. Mm, it might be. I have no idea. It actually might be. Well, because, like, I'm going to put that up there. Sonny is not Disney content. 
No, but Disney is a mega corporation. Yeah. And if it's popular, it makes them money. Does it matter? It's fair. And it will make the money. That show is so popular. I love that show. Uh, 20th Century Fox, though, might be owned by Universal. Oh, the Walt Disney Company. Oh, well, doesn't matter then. Yeah, that's what I thought, because like, that's how they own the X-Men, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'd forgotten about that. All right, well, <laughs> there we go. Oh, you know what's cool about the Hulu thing, though? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, we're really off topic, but it's it's early in the morning. and This is the thing you're going to note about these convention movies, is we're probably going to be filming them like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. after we've been at work for eight hours. Yeah. So probably uh, super manic, but Futurama's coming back this summer. Uh, yeah, I need to watch yeah. that. I know, you're so such excited. a big Futurama fan. Well, it's like revival number, I think it's four? I was about to say like no, three well, or four. I think it's revival three, but it's the fourth time the show is like being canceled and come back. Started well because no, oh. there was the original one. Okay, and it got canceled, and then it did the movies. Oh, I didn't know they did movies. Yeah, so it was canceled. They couldn't get TV shows, but they had enough like money and support to do three different movies. Damn! And then that got enough support so they could come back again, and then they got canceled, and now they're coming back again. Crazy! That show's been running for so long. I mean, it took a like it's. Legitimately, I don't know, it's like 10, 12-year break. No, wait, now. really? Yeah, it's been forever. I didn't know that. And the movies, they had a break there of um, a couple of years, too. Mm. I mean, anime movies are hard to produce. I mean, the first one came out in 1999. That's when the show originally came out. So Holy fuck. It's, I think there's only like 12 seasons or something like that. So, mm. yeah, there's some gaps. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Highly recommend. Uh, it's very well written. Ben's been trying to get me to watch Futurama. Yeah. Dude, the entire time I've known him, the the whole time. First, the first block of episodes, like before the movies, mm-hmm. so so good. Because <laughs> it's before they started, like it was still fresh. Mm-hmm. They like won awards for those episodes, like Emmy yeah, awards. Yeah, didn't they get Emmys for that stuff? Yeah. Holy crap, they are good. Highly recommend. Yeah, they're also smart, like actually smart. A bunch of the writers have like actual PhDs in like mathematics and stuff. Yeah. Physics and whatnot, because it's a it's a sci-fi show disguised as like The Simpsons. Yeah, another show that's been on for fucking ever. I mean, yeah, dude, did you see? I'm just, we're just keep going off topic now. I don't care. They redid <laughs> the Simpsons intro for like the 200th episode, not 200th episode. It was like, oh god, they hit some milestone and they redid the intro, and it looks fucking insane because it's literally like every Simpsons character is in the intro. Wow, really? Yeah, that's cool. It's, it was so, I've never watched The Simpsons before. Wait, you've never watched The Simpsons? I've never watched The Simpsons. Like, I've never. It's never happened. Like, ever, ever? No, I've never sat down and watched an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, God. It Bob, was just something I didn't watch. That's, that's maybe something you should do before Futurama. Really? Okay, here, here's the thing. I like Futurama. Yeah. Much more. It's probably, like, my favorite American, like, adult animated mm-hmm. sitcom. Uh, second place is probably South Park. South Park is very good. South Park has its highs. It also has its it has really its lows. low lows. There's some terrible episodes. There's some really great episodes. There's some phenomenal episodes. Um, I bring it up right now because they do the thing where like the intros for their show have like every character in them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But um, Simpsons is just like more iconic. Yeah, it's a very ubiquitous show that a lot of people grew up on. But it's like, like not only is it the longest running animated TV show, I think ever. Ever. It's also what made like adult cartoons popular like adult animated tv shows socially acceptable in the modern age Mm -hmm. so 
you know, it's kind of like the basis for everything from Family Guy to American Dad. Did you see that those shows both got canceled? Seth MacFarlane quit? I don't know if they got canceled. canceled. I heard that he quit and that they weren't going to do it anymore. I don't know about that. I never heard that. I heard they were on hiatus until the writer strikes are over. Really? Yeah. Because from what I heard, Seth MacFarlane went, I'm not doing these shows anymore. And was like, I'm done. And walked out. I don't I mean, know how true I that could, is. I could see that. I could too. However, I know Family Guy's like his baby baby. Mm-hmm. American Dad's much better. but hey, American Dad is a very funny show. Oh, we're talking about The Simpsons, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you should probably watch The Simpsons at some point. It's so long. It is. However, have you heard like the canon thing? No. Basically, The Simpsons is so long that it's divided into eras. Yeah. See, this is too much. And like the golden years of The Simpsons is, again, I'm not like a super Simpsons nerd, but I believe it's up to season nine. There's a very specific episode. It's about the principal of, like, the elementary school. Okay. Basically, the episode wasn't great, and for a lot of people, that's, like, the official decline in quality. Okay. So, like, from that point on, a lot of people don't consider it canon almost. That's really weird. Because, like, the, to a company, like, what a lot of people see is, like, a decline in uh, content like, and how good it was, Mm -hmm. there was also, like, some paradigm shifts in how some of the characters acted, like, intrinsically. Whoa, okay. Do you want me to give you an example? Sure. Okay. Early years, Lisa, Mm -hmm. depressed as hell. Really? Like, super depressed, like, woe is me kind of character. Okay. Stuff like that. That's never how it's I imagined like, her, even though I never watched the show. Because she's not that really anymore. In the intro thing I watched, she fucking ripped on the saxophone. It was I awesome. I mean, she does that, yeah. And she, But she was more like the, I want to say, struggling artist, you know? Okay. Kind of archetype. You know, stuff like that. They also let the baby drive the car in the intro. It was very funny. Yeah, that's a thing. I'm the, sure oh, it's the just, baby just drives? I haven't seen it, but like, no, but that's like, that's been a part of the intro. I'm sure it was just okay. a redone version of the intro, but like still the same intro. I don't know if it the, was the same intro or not. The intro has been about the same since like the early years. It must have been. I think it might have been like an updated one with new animation and stuff. Probably. It looked really cool and clean. I'll admit that. But yeah, there was just a paradigm shift in like how characters acted and mm. stuff like that. I see. I see. I see. Makes sense. Because you know shows change. And, yeah. Like, you have to change how characters act sometimes to make the show keep going. Mm-hmm. And that happens with a lot of adult animated TV shows. Yeah. I mean, early Family Guy is I was, so That's the different. example I was going to give. Like, early Family Guy, the character's really different. Yeah. Bigger fan of American Dad. Stan in the early American Dad episodes is just, like, the classic all-American mm-hmm. dad. God. And in the new episodes, he's... He's such a fucking... He just doesn't care about his family. Yeah. And it's, like, a completely different character. Oh, my God. The episode where they go to uh, the Middle East is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. It's so insane. But, you know, long story short... Early uh, Simpsons episodes, really great. So if you just want to watch that show, when this is over, I can figure out what exactly the episode is. Yeah. But it's one of the, it's like a very specific Skinner episode. Okay. Is this a uh, Naruto situation where I need to go to anime filler list and skip the episodes that are not canon and watch the ones that are? No, because it's like, it's like the first eight and a half seasons. It's like nine seasons up to this one specific episode. And then you could stop watching. Oh, You could keep watching if you wanted. But it's like... If you don't want to watch, like, 30-plus seasons, yeah, I was say, you can just watch, like, nine. Okay. And a lot of people are like, this is where the drop in quality happens. So, like, if you just want to watch The Simpsons, just go watch these. Okay. I could see that. I mean, there's still good episodes that come after that, but, like, you know. Yeah. So, back to Terrifier 2, back right? Back to the f- 
fucking movie. Dude, I don't know how long this intro is. I haven't even looked. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't have to edit this. <laughs> I don't. That's why it doesn't matter. Also, you know, this episode is going to be long anyways because we had the intro the fact that this is the 50th episode celebration. And also convention prep. And also convention prep and the fact that we're going to a convention because we didn't announce that earlier. Well, we didn't know we were going. I knew I was going. I know you knew you were going. It was just you convincing me that I should go. Convincing you should spend money. Yeah, that well. was the really thing. No, well, the big thing is I'll be I'll have moved house by then, probably. So I'll, I'll hopefully. Well, you could be staying here still. Not happening. Oh really? Oh, I thought that no. was in the cards for a bit. That was not in the cards. Well, it was in the cards until the card said "fuck you." Oh, yeah. When I don't. Wanna, I don't want to talk about it. Like today? <laughs> no, not today. It was like, you know how you said I've been in a bad mood for two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Let's not talk about this. We'll on the talk podcast. about that when we're off the podcast. <laughs> you know, I just got this. All right, uh, we just said David Howard doing next one. Elliot Fulham as Jonathan. He played a male character. <gasps> wow! Wow! Played uh, Benjamin Laferty from The Calling. He was on one episode in twenty twenty two. Sarah Voigt as Barbara. She played undercover agent in We Have a Ghost in twenty twenty three. Kaylee Hyman as Brooke. She played Barb and Man Called Auto. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's very good. It's a new, the new Tom Hanks movie. Casey Hartnett as Allie and Emily in What We Found. And then Emily McLean, uh, she's playing a little girl. So many more characters. Uh, she was Charlotte Cassidine in something because I forgot to write down what she was in. <laughs> nice. It's, I think, like, it's not General Hospital, but something like that. Oh, it's some, like, soap. I don't think it's a soap, but it's, like, I think a hospital TV show. Okay, like Grey's Anatomy um, or something? I can actually look it up really quick because... Okay. Well, why are you looking that up? I just yelled so many more characters. Dude, Terrifier had, like, four characters. Oh, this yeah. movie has so many more. Yeah, it's almost like this is kind of an actual movie. That's so exciting. It means Art oh, the Clown... Oh, it was General Hospital. Oh, you I got right. in one. Nice. That's so exciting, man. Because it means Art the Clown gets to have a lot more people to fuck with. A lot of fun, right? Well, we'll see. All right, ready director, Damien Leone. He's back. Right. You know what he wrote and directed? What? Frankenstein vs. the Mummy in 2015. <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't know that either. When are we going to watch that movie? No clue. Okay. <laughs> Budget. You ready for this? Okay. You're wondering why this is an actual movie, right? Uh-huh. $250,000. That's only double what he had for Terrifier. It's still a lot. But it's you, a lot more. You remember what he had for Terrifier? $100,000. That's more than it's two point five times what he had for Terrifier. Sure, I'm surprised you remember that because I don't remember Ingrain- that. Dude, the facts you tell in this podcast are ingrained in my skull. Oh, they kind of float in and out of my head. No, free, and it's bad <laughs> because people will be talking about something and I go, "Oh yeah, that movie came out in this year." Oh my god, we haven't talked about. Did Did you talk about the story that you're uh, watching a movie with someone else? No, <laughs> you talk about that really quick. Oh my god, so many stories. Okay, so I have a friend named Cotton who I do a different podcast with, and. After we've recorded that other podcast. Not as good. Quit dogging on my podcast. I'm allowed to. I'm not on that podcast. <laughs> you might be. We've talked about having you on, you bitch. But I'm not right now, so not as good. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> it's it's good. I like it. It's fun. Anyway, after we recorded that episode, the one of the episodes of the podcast, I was like, he was hanging out, and I was like, oh, you want to watch a movie? He was like, sure. He's into horror movies, too. He loves, like, Hellraiser. Yeah. And Rob Zombie films. We actually talked about, what is it, House of a Thousand Corpses recently. No spoilers, but he was just, you know, I mentioned it to yeah. him. And he was like, I was like, yeah, I'll put something on. So I put on Reanimator. And I was like, God damn it. Do you own a Blu-ray of Reanimator yet? No. I bought it. Huh. It's not here. Okay. Dude, my Zombie 2 Blu-ray never showed up. Sorry to, to go on a rant. It never even showed up. I got had to have it refunded from Amazon. Mad oh. as fuck. 
We'll just reorder it. Yeah, I will. I could also just watch it on Shutter. I mean, yeah, but like you were yeah. Blu-ray. Stuff. Well, yeah, I gotta collect them. Uh, <laughs> gotta get anyway, them all. The whole time we're sitting there watching Reanimator, I just won't shut the fuck up about facts because of this podcast. I'm so used to just talking through a whole movie because that's kind of what we do. You don't see a lot of the outtakes because, A, we're not funny all the time. <laughs> Sometimes our jokes miss. No, but we do have to talk during the whole film. Yeah, we talk basically talk the whole time. In unless, case we need to cut something. Yes, in case we need to cut something. But also because, like, it's just fun to talk, especially if something's crazy. And I I felt so bad. I kept telling him, like, if you want me to shut up, I will. Like, if you need me to stop talking to you about this <laughs> I movie. was watching uh, Evil Dead Rise. I was like, can't talk during this movie. Because, <laughs> like, my go-to now is, like... Yep, it's podcast It's mode. being like, oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Look my at that. go-to is going like, oh, Ben, why? Like, it was so... Well, it's not even that, because I don't get scared, so I'm just like, let me talk about this specific thing I just saw. Exactly, and I was doing that to Cotton, and I felt so bad. He didn't care, but it was more of a thing for me. <laughs> You've been ruined. I can't watch a movie anymore. Soiled. It's oh. All right, so, uh, estimated 250000 Yeah. Woo. Um, box office. Dude, I heard this movie killed it. Approximately $15.1 million. <laughs> that has to be the highest, like, highest budget to profit ratio we've seen on this podcast. About, like, 60 times. That is insane. Man deserved it, apparently. Yeah, insane. Like, okay, they made the first one for $100,000, and I, I, I'm not going to shit on the movie. It's sort of a nothing film. It's a clown it's killing. It's a grindhouse film. It's a grindhouse film, so it's a clown killing women. For, like... Zero budget. For zero budget. Zero plot. But it's still a fun movie, and I enjoy that movie. This movie ha- made so much more money. I want to see what this. Dir- I want to see what he does with it. Oh yeah. Is like, there going to be a Terrifier three? That's a four hour supercut. Like, come on. I think he has done interviews talking about that. That would be awesome. But yeah, it's just interesting to see like w- what he can do with a lot of money. Exactly. Like, man, I, this that makes me happy. It's also super interesting to see because it's like it's essentially an indie film. Yeah. That made. Fifteen million dollars, which uh-huh. like isn't a lot in movie terms, but is that's like a lot when you a lot for a nothing B movie. Uh huh. It's so exciting. So, I'm so excited to watch this. Kind of cool from like a, a horror culture perspective. Exactly to see what that from does like a film. Yeah, I'm trying from a community perspective. Like, I guess that's not repeatable, really, but it, it does no. tell people that like, hey, it's possible if you know how what you're doing. If you have fans, yeah, they'll come and see you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the main reasons Uber I wanted to go to this works. convention. Yeah. It's to meet Damien Leone and David Hawthorne. That's awesome. Like, I'm going to go fucking meet Art the Clown. Sick. Yeah, he'll probably do pictures in costume. That, well, that's a little scary. Um, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm a little afraid yeah, of clowns. He won't talk still. probably either during it. He'll he'll do his, like, his shtick, you know? <laughs> He's doing the pictures. Oh, right? no. Okay. That's um, fine. Country of Origin, United States. Okay. Also known as Damien Leone's Terrifier 2. It's okay. like the complete title. Tagline Who's laughing now? <laughs> me. I got two, like, uh, prefacts for you before we okay. get into this. Mm-hmm. Really about production. So, for funding, the film was funded, at least in part, through a Indiegogo campaign. Oh! Like, at first he found, like, some backers, but primarily it was Indiegogo. That's really cool. Uh, if I had known they were doing that, I probably would have given him some of my money. I mean, I think so, but I think this happened before we watched Yeah, this is true. This, this is movie. before we started anything. Yeah. So you kind it was of already in theaters by the time. A fan. Yeah. But his original go on the campaign, $50,000. Mm-hmm. They made about 430% of that goal. 
God bless. That's awesome. So, you know, like $250,000. Yeah. Yeah. Way more than uh, they expected to make. So it, that's part of the reason this movie can be as insane because they made yeah, they 400 made way times more money the amount than they, of money uh, they needed. And they expected. So that's one thing. Uh, second thing, the film was written, directed, edited, and produced by Damien Leone. Also, we've talked about it. He's a special effects guy. So, like. God bless. This man's a maniac. Yeah, it's his little baby. See, but that's fun. Like, little, that's. I'm. Little demented clown baby. <laughs> God bless. I always say this when we talk about directors and stuff. I like when directors do other stuff attached to their film because I find that it allows them to create the thing that they want most perfectly, if that makes sense. Like, have it having as much control as possible means that you, if you fuck something up, you can fix it yourself. And there's no, like, relying on other people. <laughs> or it means you can make a two-and-a-half-hour clown movie because no one will stop you. Well, that's also fair. <laughs> but I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Oh, your knee just popped. That was so loud. Yeah, they I'm sure they can pick it up the audio, but knees, knees. Ben's knee just like exploded. <laughs> My joints are bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, is that it? Are we um, um, ready for the movie? Yeah, I'm gonna have to put the DVD in without you seeing the DVD cover still, but we'll be ready. Yeah, Bob bought a Blu-ray of this film. Oh yeah, I bought it forever ago. I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't looked at it. No, I, well, how what I did was, I uh, <laughs> I got the, <laughs> I, I brought don't it, know. I bought the Amazon box in. And Cotton was here, and I went, all right, Cotton, I'll open this up and put this up on my shelf under the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so when we're done watching the movie, I'll probably hand Bob the Blu-ray case, and he can react to it. So I can look at it for once. Be like, wow. Wow. Okay. I guess... Uh, oh, God, I'm not looking forward to two and a half hours. Dude, you'll be fine. Quit being a bitch. Like, I'm excited for the movie, but uh, timestamp right now, it's 7 a.m. That's it. It's probably about 7. Okay. We're going to go watch the movie. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Three hours later. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Terrifier 2. Woo. <laughs> Ben's very tired. This oh, is a long-ass movie. I'm so tired. I'm going to be honest. You told me how long it was when we started. It didn't feel that long. I think it's actually... It doesn't feel that drawn out. It goes by fairly quick. Mm-hmm. I will say, just because, like... There is stuff happening in a lot of scenes. Yeah. However, I will say, I think it went by quick for us in particular because we were talking, like, the whole movie. That's fair. We were talking, like, the whole time. like, having fun. Yeah. I remember watching this in theaters and just being like, this is so long. Really? Yeah. Because there, there is some scenes where it's just, like, characters talking and there's nothing mm-hmm. happening. Like, yeah. literally nothing happening. It's just, like, general talking. Uh-huh. Um, and there's scenes that are, like, Big stretches of time. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And they just feel really slow. Yeah. I mean, I'll go ahead and start with the outset on this. This is a, I think this is a good movie to watch with friends. Yeah. Like, I I don't think I could show this to some of my friends. They no, would enjoy it. Partic- like, particular about who you I'd show, show this, this to, to Cotton. I think he'd have a fucking blast. But it's it's a very violent film. I mean, it's Terrifier, but like, it, with the budget. I, expl- I said this during the movie. This is like Terrifier turned up to 11. Mm-hmm. In it, I liked it. Yeah, I, the description I'd use here is like, so this is the third theatrical film with Art the Clown in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All Hallows Eve is the first one, and that yeah. kind of feels like a student film because it essentially is. It's a bunch of shorts he made mm-hmm. mashed together. Um, then Terrifier feels like an evolution of that. It feels like an actual film, but yeah. like made by a very, very inexperienced director mm-hmm. uh, and writer and stuff. 
and then this one feels like the same film but upgraded to like yeah they've really an re- actual film they really refined their craft in this one like i use the description jokingly but like oh my god there's plot because there's an actual story in yeah this there's one. a plot line that you're actually having to follow and I, there's i will say it's not the most complicated plot no ever, not at all but it there's something the thing is, it doesn't need to be complicated because all it has to facilitate is art destroying people. And it does. And it does. Perfectly fine. That's what you want. It's it's there. If if you like the first film and you have not seen Terrifier 2, highly recommend. You'll have a good time. It's I had high expectations going in. It hit everything I wanted it to. Yeah. It was just as brutal as I expected. Actually, it was kind of it got pretty bad. Like it got worse than I was anticipating. Yeah, if we had watched points. this like Right at the outset of doing this podcast, I would have I would have vomited everywhere. Yeah, you got real close. Oh, real, real oh close. Oh my god, there's oh brutal. Pop swallowed it. Oh yeah, I I held it back. I held it back. All right, I guess you want to try and describe the plot of this one. Yeah, it's not that hard. Not that complicated. Yeah, you give it a go. Basically, and spoilers here for the very very slim plot. Mm-hmm. But there's this family. It's uh. 14 year old kind of yeah he's like i think he's uh kind of looks high like school. a young ichabod crane <laughs> kind of really not to insult that. this kid but like no he's at that point in his life he's, where just, he's just lanky like and awkward you know super lanky mm-hmm. and just kind of hasn't grown into his body yet like he just yeah that younger side of 14 where it's like are you a middle schooler yet or are you, are a, you high a high schooler, schooler? i can't tell but you're really tall that is a plot point they bring that up it's funny they, they joke about it a couple of times so there's that kid uh there's his sister Who's like the main character? Yeah, she's like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, like she's, late high school probably. Yeah. Uh, and then the mom, and then there's the girl's two friends. Yeah, those are um, that's like the main cast of of the basically of the everyone else is really just side characters. Yeah, you meet a guy named Jeff, and really outside of the brother and the sister, everyone else is also kind of side. Characters. Yeah, the brother and sister are like the main two people in uh, this movie. But like, I don't even want to say it's more of a plot, but it's more of like a running theme. Yeah, there's like tie through stuff that happens but that makes sense. It's basically that like it's just it again, it's not a plot so much as a running theme, but like the girl and the brother, their dad's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like an artist. Yeah. And it's implied that like he might have been having some visions before his death. Yeah, some like weird I don't know how to describe it, but like fortune not fortune telling, but like future. Future sight. Like future vision. It's like a seer. And we we learn eventually, like, spoilers here. It's because he had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. But, like, the things he's, like, seeing and are kind of, like, become an obsession for him is, like, Art the Clown. Yeah. So he was seeing and drawing some of Art's victims from Terrifier, mm-hmm. which at the time of drawing, I think might not have happened yet. Well, they say, the thing is... Or had just happened. It had to have either just happened or it hadn't happened yet. Because this is set a year after yes. that. I think their dad died about a year before this is what they say. I think they say Halloween is the one year anniversary. Yeah, roughly they happened at the same time. Because our, Terrifier takes place on Halloween. Yeah. And their dad died on Halloween. So basically the same year. night. So th- there's that. Uh, but one of the things with the dad is he has this like drawing. Apparently it's been a thing for him for a while. Mm-hmm. Of It's essentially a battle angel. Yeah. And the daughter's dressing up as it. For Halloween. And, you know, long story short, this all leads up to, like, a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And the payoff is the girl character in this battle angel costume that her dad designed. 
and then she like drew and then she made made which super cool super well done uh costume looks super cool uh looks like something straight out of um what you describe it as it looks a lot like the early like second and AD&D like early drawings yeah to me different thing it looks like the old like kind of cover art for something like Conan the Barbarian mm-hmm. which is what a lot of those early AD&D and like third edition and second edition D&D like art that all was based on the same shit yeah so, so it's very it's similar it's a weird that. grungy but also like super sexual style mm-hmm. it's also super sick it's sick but anyway she it, the, the lead up here is that eventually she's wearing that and fighting Arthur Clown yeah yeah that's about it yeah it's basically Arthur the Clown hunting down these people that are around her and her brother, and then them fighting Arthur the Clown. Yeah, I mean, the whole... There's this... There's a, a subplot. There's this subplot, and it's basically like... It's the fated duel between these two characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's... The whole movie's working up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very specifically, the fact that, like, she's, like, this angelic character, and Arthur yeah. the Clown's, like... A demon. A demon, essentially. There's a lot of more... There's a lot more religious symbology in this one. Yeah. That hints at all these different things. Religious, but like just loosely religious. I would say not religious, but like spiritual. Mm-hmm. Is probably the better. I mean, how uh, there's a whole scene in one of the areas where they're in like a semi church setup with pews and stuff and like crosses. Yeah. It's a whole thing. But like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's more important because like that's where. Well, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Too much yeah. spoiler. So that's, that's kind of like the rough plot. Yeah, I mean, right it's Art the Clown killing people again, and they're trying to stop him. That's uh, it. The only thing I kind of want to mention real quick is the simple fact that there's kind of like an extra supernatural character in this film. Oh, yeah. I Which is the little pale girl. I think she's so interesting. Such a cool character. Mm-hmm. First of all, she's like invisible. Yeah. Or, Unless she wants you to I see her. I say invisible. She's like a ghost, essentially. Yeah. And we eventually learn she's a victim, like a 10-year-old that Art mm-hmm. killed. But she's done up with, like, art makeup. Yeah. It's really sick. It, she looks really fucking cool. But she's very demon-esque. Like, her eyes glow at a couple points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to mention her because here's another lead-in. Uh, she'll be at that convention. Whoa! That'll be so cool! Yeah, she's going to be at that convention. Who else is in this film? Demi Leone's going to be at the convention. That'll be sick. Excited to meet him. David meet- Howard Thornton's going to yeah. be at the convention. Uh, Felissa Rose does a cameo in this movie. Yeah, that as, was funny. Like, that was really good. I think it's a teacher. But yeah, she's in this movie for just half a second. Yeah, she has a couple lines. It's good. I liked seeing her though because I recognized her. And yeah, that's basically basically it. That's real cool. I liked um the dichotomy between the little pale girl and Art the Clown. They're very different. They're very different and scary in very different ways. Yeah. Um, something I kind of want to talk about is like, so we talk about like there's kind of like this uh foreshadowed battle of like good and evil here. Mm-hmm. Not to get, like, too into it. Because it, it's all, like, subplot stuff. Yeah. Like, if you're paying attention, you can see it coming. I saw it coming. But there's that it was still good with the girl. Yeah, like, and it at, totally pays off. And at the very end, there's maybe some angelic magic. Mm-hmm. But the whole time with Art the Clown, it's a lot more obvious that there's something, like, demonic is the word I'm going to use going on. For sure. Man's a fucking demon. Because, like, this movie starts off right where the last movie ended. Which I thought was really cool. Which is a really way to, cool way to do it. With, like, him at the morgue. But, like, you're aware now that he's, like, a supernatural thing. Yeah. Versus just, like, a regular human that you're allowed to believe in the beginning of the first Yeah, movie. I mean, that's the whole twist at the end of Terrifier is, oh, shit, he's a demon. 
But I, I want to see if you have my read here. Is like, my read here is that like, Art the Clown is like it kind of felt like he was a possessed entity, like kind of a human hmm. that was like empowered, yeah, by, like demonic magic. Okay, and then the little girl, the little pale girl, was the demon, and it was just taking the form of some of his victims. That's a because re- she does change forms. Mm-hmm. She looks like oh my, that goodness. was my read on it. Like, That's such a good read, Benjamin. Art the Clown was a human, and then he's been empowered by this demon thing, and that's the demon thing. Yeah, I almost gave a spoiler because he he looks like a she looks like a different one of his victims later. Yeah, as kind of a a small little trick. Yeah, that's a really good read. That makes a ton of sense. Versus the main girl who uh, what was her name? Sierra. Sienna. Sienna gets empowered by something divine. Divine, which makes sense because like if you're gonna have a demon exist in this world, demon quotation marks, even evil There's evil no... entity. There's no uh, implication that it's like specifically Abrahamic, demonic, yeah. But like you know, you're gonna have a evil spirit exist in this world. Good spirits might as well exist too. Not that we get to see anything, but no. But I mean, it's definitely fucking something magic. empowered, or yeah. And so it becomes like a I don't know, like a good versus evil, but mm-hmm. like an avatar kind of battle. Yeah, because yeah, that's really cool. I didn't really read it like that, but it makes total sense when you Which, say it. I'm bringing this up because a that's my read on it but like kind of like a weird confirmation thing for me is I was reading through stuff about this film and apparently Damien Leon has gone to say that like he kind of wanted to set it up so it was like a a Batman and Joker kind of origin story thing where it's kind of like two like diametrically opposed kind of characters like that. That's good. That's cool. I like that. Because apparently he's had the idea of like this battle angel character for a long time Mm -hmm. and this was his way of getting to put it on the screen i mean it was good it made Um, sense i liked it so for him i think it was two characters he really (laughs) liked and it was like let me make them fight yeah i mean might as well fuck it point being is i feel like this whole movie kind of felt like a just almost a weird origin story kind of thing maybe i expect more films terrifier felt like a prologue to this and this one felt like (laughs) not to do this batman begins yeah, kind of. When do we get to Batman Because it's Beyond? basically how that uh, Sierra becomes like not a normal teenager. Yeah. I'm... And then Art just doing art stuff. Yeah, I mean, Art does art stuff. That's his thing. Which, say, David Howard Thornton did a great job in this God, weekend. he's so fucking good in this movie. Little Pale Girl, she also did a really oh, great job. Oh, so good. So, so good. Partially because she's just a little girl, and that's like... Innately creepy. Innately can be pretty creepy. Uh, but she does this like... Doesn't blink and just mm-hmm. smiles and turns her head. It's really, really well done. They both did a great job bouncing off each other. For exactly. That's the thing that is like talk. The dichotomy is art in and of himself is scary because of the way he looks. Also, he just he his mannerisms, right? But art is also a very funny character because he's a mime. Yeah. And also he reacts to people in funny ways because he is very much I don't want to say a human, but he's a person. Yeah, he's he a feels personable person. in a lot of ways. The little girl does not. No. The little girl is an evil little bastard. Little entity. Yeah. Like, it's just not human, I not guess. Not human at all. Um, like, she plays around with art sometimes, but mm-hmm. most of the time she's just... Being a menace. Being a menace. And art has so many really funny reactions to characters doing dumb shit. And also, I just want to say, the little girl character, almost... It, it was a weird thing. I don't know if you picked up on... She seems the baby art and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It was fucking... It's weird, but it's cool. Like, she's the adult in that relationship, even mm-hmm. though she's the, in the child body. Which makes sense, because Art is a much more playful, childlike character. 
but yes, but it also makes sense if you're reading it as she's the demon and he's, he's the yeah okay servant character. Mm-hmm. Other thing to touch on here is practical effects. Oh my god, they're really great. They're they so good. cool. You can tell they spent a lot of money on them because, like, I mean, obviously you can always tell practical effects are usually practical effects. Yeah, but like, man, dude, some of the best like heads I've seen because heads are the hard thing to pull off. Yeah, man. Uh, even when they're on the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some things where I'm pretty sure they were animatronics. Yeah, that was really cool. The The thing with the... I'm not going to say it. But with What's-Her-Face when she's... There's basically a three-minute scene with one that. character. Yeah. And it's... Brutal. Brutal. And they have to switch to an animatronic because there's basically been so much damage, damage done that you can't do like... Because most practical effects makeup is about adding. Mm-hmm. But they had to subtract, so you can't have a human... It looks so cool, though. All the practicals look good. Uh, yeah. Some of the, like, the gore. Like, there's a dead animal at one point. And yeah, the, even the dead animal looks good. looks great. Most of the time, dead animals look too much like puppets. No, it looks super real. They do a really good job with it in this one. But I was just going to say, like, I'm not used to seeing animatronics for stuff like that. Like, that's, that is a level of dedication and money spent on, like, practicals that is hard to find in anything else, mm-hmm. so. And not only, like, the blood and guts and gore practicals look good, but even a lot of the, like... The impacts from art hitting people with stuff, even that stuff looks good. I normally, like, it looks a little funny, like, getting slashed or cut. Or when he takes, like, stuff to people's limbs and, like, breaks their bones. Yeah. All that stuff looks super good. Looks great. Another thing, uh, you can tell this film's inspired by Grindhouse. A lot of the dialogue, like, how the film's shot. All that stuff really screams uh, Grindhouse, if you're kind of familiar with it. Yeah. Bob's picked up on it enough to be able to like be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I could feel it. There's a really interesting thing we noticed really early on, and there kind of feels like a filter that's over the footage. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know, saturated in a weird way. Yeah. Because like it's shot on a really nice camera. It looks really good. But it almost looks fuzzy or grainy. Yeah, I don't know. They must have thrown a filter over the whole movie like that. I think it's saturation maybe. But it lo- it, it makes it gives it sort of a vintage quality. Yeah. That I can't really put my finger on. It's inspired, on. like, I think by Super 8 kind of stuff. Yeah, that's exact. But still, you, you figured it stuff, out. But it's, I couldn't remember what it was. It's not Super yeah. 8. It's it's really nice film. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing they did. Do you have anything else on, like, good notes? I'm trying to think. Because I know we're not trying to spoil anything here, because I'm going to be honest. Go check this movie out. This movie is an experience. This movie is an experience. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Um, I'm going to give a warning immediately. I know we've already said this a lot. If you don't do well with blood and guts... Don't watch this movie. Oh, yeah. It's super over the top. It's bloody disgusting. <laughs> bloody disgusting. Yeah. They sponsored this, by the way. Yeah. They're in the, they're in the credits. It's gross in a lot. It's gross in more ways than just blood and guts. There's some really gross food stuff, actually. Yeah. That almost got me on God. You know what I'm talking about. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only big warning for this movie. Also, watch out in the outtakes. There's some gagging. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have anything more good you want to talk about? This no, film? I don't okay. think I have anything else. I want to talk about some bad things. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you thought we were going to the reviews. No, I just uh, didn't know where we were I going. I thought you were. So, like I said, this movie's an experience, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think it's, like, the greatest movie ever. No, know? not at all. Like, no. I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie I watched this movie, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this again. Like, it's fun to watch with friends. I would show this to people, but I wouldn't watch it by myself. But I'm not sure if I'd watch it by myself for an enjoyment. Because it's an experience, and I think a lot of the film is watching it for the first time and reacting. A lot of it's shock and awe, which is what uh, Grindhouse really is. But, like, 
there's not enough there to be like very enjoyable. No, it the plot is there to allow art to run around and kill people. It's it, yeah. That's basically. what it's there for, and it delivers that perfectly fine, I and think. And to tie things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just not a lot there. I, I do want to mention that, so, like, try and go out and try and go into this with as little spoilers as possible. For sure. We've tried to keep out of that. Uh, but even if you watch it and you really like it, it might not be like, oh, I want to watch this again. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed this movie, actually, and I probably wouldn't watch this again for a while. Or just Unless I was showing else. it to somebody. Yeah. That's Similar the big thing. thing doesn't need to be this long. It really doesn't. I don't think it felt long, but that's because we were talking. J- just from like my personal experience yeah. of like I was I saw this in a theater where I can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Certain scenes go on way too long. Just some of like the dialogue scenes between characters because the plot is more of like it's less of a plot and more like a device to tie everything together. Yeah. Some of the dialogue scenes where they're establishing that are just like I don't want this. I just want to go back to the the kills. Yeah. And it's just like weird stilted dialogue that feels like Grindhouse, but it's just like, I don't know. Like it's, it's more of a movie than Terrifier. For sure. But it's still not quite there. Mm -hmm. And I think it could have been closer to being an actual movie if it was cut more. But Damien Leone is basically, he allowed himself free range and he got to make the movie he wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's an experience, and it's a good experience. Yeah. But the film still has some issues. I think that's the best way I can put it. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that I don't know if you could make a Grindhouse movie like this and combine... Like, I think... How do I put this? If you want to make a story, you can make a story. If you want to make an experience, you make an experience. Combining a story and an experience are very hard. And I yeah. think he was going for the experience portion of that. I mean, yeah. and I, I just... I don't know how... Like, I don't know if that's what he was going for or if it was just, like, this is how it turned out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just some weird stuff. Like, some of the characters were unlikable. Oh, yeah, I don't... Well, okay, yeah, some of them were unlikable. I know you didn't like one particular character, but I thought he was fine. And some of them were just fine, but also kind of frustrating. Yeah. You know, just weird stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's kind of just, like... Like, what, what it does well, it does really, really well. Mm-hmm. And then what it does not great are just kind of... I just felt meh. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was... Mm-hmm. Could have done without that. Fair enough. I understand that. Which is why I have an issue with how long it is, because, like... Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that I got to see all the director wanted to give me. Mm-hmm. And I always enjoy a longer film. It's fun, but it always needs to be said that, like, two hours and 18 minutes is a long time. That's about two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. That's an insane amount of time to watch a movie. That's, like, an insane time bracket. And that's hard for a lot of people to sit through. It's fair. And, you know. And I think... If, there's a there's a reason standard movies are an hour and a half. Makes for stronger, I think, enjoyment. Yeah, I think if you're... So, for me, at least, I guess it probably didn't feel long because I I was very excited to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. So, when we started it, I was really invested. I was like, I'm going to fucking watch... If I'm watching this movie, I'm watching this movie. Like, fair. I was like, yeah. I'm doing this. So, for me, I was like, yeah, the dialogue isn't amazing. The It's sort of whatever. I was just... Waiting for the next Art the Clown moment. But also, we really talked through some of those dialogue scenes. We did. Which made it seem faster. It's fair. I don't I don't think I have anything else to like talk about on like a negative side. I don't have... I mean, I agree with all your negative points, but... Like, that isn't like super spoily, but like... Yeah. Just kind of general. Like, some things were really good, some things were meh. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about. 
before we move on? I don't think there is. I think we can. I think we're good. Okay. On that note, then, uh, let's do recommendations. If you like the first movie, check this one out. You'll like it. It's pretty simple. Yeah, probably. It, I mean, it's a definitely a hundred percent improvement. It's an upgrade. The only the only issue is like it's super long, so there's less art per time. Yeah, but is, I don't hate all of the scenes with no art. I know. I'm just saying, like, you're getting more bang for your buck in the first movie. That's fair for art stuff. That's fair. And this one, you're not. However, overall, I think there's more art stuff in this one. Oh yeah, and it's better done. Mm-hmm. And also, the non-art stuff is more palatable in this film than mm-hmm. the first one, for sure. Just um, worth noting, two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, if you're into Grindhouse as a genre, check it out. Pretty cool Grindhouse film. I've only seen the two of them for Grindhouse, counting Terrifier and Terrifier Two. Okay. Yeah. I we haven't really watched any Grindhouse like, films. Really, Grindhouse films are like Grindhouse inspired. Sure, I guess. Technically, you know. If you're into movies full of blood, if you're into bloody movies, blood and guts movies, good. You, If you're into practicals and like to look at them and see oh, how yeah. cool they are, this movie has some crazy stuff I in it. I would say it's super cool. It's practical gore, not just like practical monsters. It's specifically yeah, practical, practical gore. gore. I don't have any more. All right. Do you like the first movie? And Damien Leon and you know the stuff he does. Check this one out. Yeah, for sure. So far, I think it's probably the best one out of all his movies I've seen. I haven't seen All Hallows Eve, so I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's just a collection of shorts. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about that. Yeah, we've talked about it. Um, not to mention, Art the Clown is played by a different actor. Yeah. So it's a very different character, because Damien Leon really makes it his own. You want to see like some new kind of creepy clown characters? Yeah, Little man. Little Pale Girl's great. Very good. I think her name's McLean. Uh, I forget her first name. But I, she does she's a not great named job. in the movie. Uh, she's just called Little Pale Girl. That's how she's credited. Okay. That that was really fun to see. Mm-hmm. Love seeing that extra character. Yeah, it's cool to see how to see someone for art to bounce off of. It was also cool to see art as like a supernatural entity this time and not mm-hmm. just like a person. Yeah, he got the Michael treatment. Yeah, basically. If you're a fan of just like we say grindhouse, but also just horror, like Yeah. They did some fun things, like the Felissa Rose uh cameo. <laughs> it was cool. There's apparently a couple other cameos in there. Mm-hmm. And um on a similar note, there's like legacy characters that we've seen and Terrifier that are in this film. They, they did a good job. Come keeping, back around, baby. Uh, continuity going. I hope there's a Terrifier 3. Good if you like Practical Blood and Guts, like you said. It's good for friends, I think. Absolutely. Especially because, like, again, the issue for me is some of those slow moments are really slow. So if you can talk through them, the film fumes a lot faster. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I have anything else. Mm-hmm. It, basically, whatever you said, <laughs> kind of agree with you there. Yeah. Don't have much to add. Uh, you want to do ratings? ratings? I, okay. It's kind of a weird boat, right? It's a weird boat it, I'm in, man. Because, like, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience. Yeah. But I could see where the film has problems. And also, we didn't do ratings when we rated Terrifier, huh? When we reviewed that. We hadn't started doing ratings yet. Well, we was... were doing ten out of ten. No, nah, we were doing how scary it was. We weren't oh, doing we full were. reviews yeah. at the time. But I think it was still out of ten, though. Was it out of 10 back then? I don't I remember. So. It's been we, so long. We used to do it out of 10 for like the first season. Yeah. And then we switched to out of 5. Out of 5 and it's manageable. full review instead, or full like, you know, recommendation to review rather than just how scary. Yeah. Okay. Four. Okay. Why? Because while you're right, the dialogue isn't amazing and a lot of the scenes that are not art related are very slow and I could see that as a complaint. They go so far above and beyond at making the art scenes 
so brutal and crazy. Yeah. That it it deserves it. Like I this might be the wildest film we've seen with all the shit they put into it. Like Maybe. just that one death scene that I'm thinking of that almost had me vomiting. Like the three minute one? Yeah. We're gonna call it that. Like insane. And also art does some creative stuff this time. And also it looks cool. Like there's yeah, more they had a to it. Much bigger budget for this film than mm-hmm. the other one. Yeah. Spoiler for Terrifier. The scene where they cut a woman in half. Yeah. That's kind of the level we're at in this film for like For all of it. For all of it. And it's fucking rad. Yeah. Like I think if they patch up a, around some of like the character drama and sort of solve that issue, I could give this a much higher score. I had a really, really good time with this one. All right, fair enough. See, I'm in a weird place too. Yeah. I think I'm going to say a three and a half. Okay. Because like, it's part of the issue here is I'm not sure what he was going for entirely. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to do it. Yeah. Like, I think he was trying to make a higher budget, more filmy version of Terrifier, essentially. I think he was like, let me take this film and redo it, but now I have, like, a bigger budget and, like, resources. Mm-hmm. And I think, at its core, he succeeded in doing that. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, the kills are way more over the top. They really take advantage of, like, practical skills. There's actually, like, a follow-through with plot that's mm-hmm. cool and you can actually follow. Yeah. It's not just, like, art killing people. There's foreshadowing um, to different things that happen throughout the film, and if you're paying attention, you can pick up on them. Yeah, like, I think he did 100%. He succeeded in making, like, a better version of Terrifier. For sure. And, you know, I I think it gets at 3.5, because, like, like we said, Gore's great, much better. Um, there's some cool, like, effects. S- some of the settings are really good, like the custom ones. Yeah, um, dude. There's some catchy musical numbers. Oh, that, well, okay. There are two catchy musical numbers in this. I don't know. Like, I think he succeeded, and I think he did enough to get a point five. I was close to giving him a four, mm-hmm. but it just has issues. Yeah. And, like, yeah, if we're assuming he, he's going for the grindhouse aesthetic, I could definitely see it being closer to a four. But some of the things almost feel like they were accidental and they just happened to fix, like, the grindhouse aesthetic. Like, some of the hmm. stilted dialogue. I see. And characterization. Uh, I understand what you mean. Where it's like, I could see how maybe you could be like, this is inspired by Grindhouse. And so here's some, like, bad, <laughs> like, characterization stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, that could just be an excuse. It could have just been accidental. Or that, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's, like, a bad film. Not at all. I enjoy the experience of watching it. I'm just like, I think he succeeded. I think he went above. But I don't think he went, like, four above. That's fair. I get it. I understand where you're coming from. I just... Yeah, I I don't know. It's a weird film for me because I'm like, I was really excited to see it in theaters. I had a great time seeing it with friends in theaters. (laughs) Even if I was like, oh my God, that was super long. Because we went to a, uh, I think a showing at like 10, 50. Oh oh my God. You all got out at like fucking 1 in the morning. So we got out in the morning and I was like, oh, I had a lot of fun, but super fucking late. It's great, but like, it's also one of those movies where I'm like, when I'm done with the experience, I'm like, that was an experience. Now let me move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. All right. Um, yeah, I guess we're gonna go to the outtakes now, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to the outtakes, everybody. All right. Uh, we'll be back after those. Yeah, we'll be back in a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Terrifier Two so far. 
I think this movie's super freaking cool. But I'm going to go ahead and warn you, this outtake section is full of spoilers. So if you do not want any spoilers for the movie, please skip to 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 13 seconds immediately. This first outtake is Ben and I's reaction to the cold open, where Art the Clown picks up right where he left off. Nah, well, that doesn't matter. This is a demon clown. No, I just feel like Art looks so much more scary in this. Oh, the spray. <laughs> the spray. Oh, man. Oh, oh, there's teeth. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Hey, do you want to move the trash can closer to you, Bob? No. Art the gla <laughs> Are we getting the vomit? Right. Oh, he re he re oh. ripped his eye out. Yep. He replaced his eye with. Oh, he's popping it in right now. <laughs> yeah, the spit. There oh, it, is. it works though. <laughs> I know this movie's probably gonna get so much worse, but there's something about the eyeball stuff that really gets me. He is turning his head into Swiss cheese. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. It looks good, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see, the problem is I thought he was going to eat it, and then I would have... I pop. Oh, my God. Brain. I gotta get my tools. Oh, not... I need not my tools. tools. No weird fetish shit. Oh, a wallet. Ooh, coins. I'm sure that bodes well for later. What, coins? Yeah. Maybe he, you just need money sometimes. Maybe for like a bus or something. Maybe. Oh, man, what a, what a fucking wild open. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to seeing the little pale girl for the very first time. She's called the little pale girl. I didn't want to give it away. Uh-uh. Do you like it? Mm-mm. No, I don't like... I mean, it's cool that he might have a sidekick. I think she's a fun character. But she's... Did she... What the fuck? When you gotta go, you gotta go. She just shit straight mud out of her ass onto the floor. Or peed. You never know. No, that's shit, Ben. There's too many chunks in that for that it not to be It could be clots, like bloody black clots. I can already tell this movie's going to be gross. Really? You could already tell? Yeah. We'll give it away. All of it. The whole thing. This next clip is Ben and I discussing what makes this movie feel like a grindhouse film. It still feels like a grindhouse film, though. Yeah, well, the, oh, the opening alone, man. Well, this, like this dialogue and this like framing. Mm-hmm. You can tell this guy's like a big fan of uh, grindhouse. It's also like... Weirdly grainy still. Yeah, I I was gonna say that. It, I don't know what that is, but it's really cool. I don't know how they did it. Totally like a. I think it's an exposure thing. Yeah. Okay. Really trying to jump scare me with that box of fucking cereal, you sons of bitches. I've grown since the first one that didn't scare me. And that's Bob being overconfident because he's scared on the inside. Maybe a little. This next clip is the return of, apparently, my favorite character from the first film. Ah, <laughs> the tricycle's back! Woo! Woo! 
that's exciting. I'm glad the tricycle's back. <laughs> Bob's favorite character, the tricycle. <laughs> no, I just think the tricycle's fun. Apparently they do too. Because he can like, he did some cool stuff with it last last movie. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to Art the Clown doing literally the most unexpected thing I've ever seen in this film. What is he looking for in the bag? Oh, and oh, there's black stuff. Oh, it's filling out. with liquid. I think it's like oil. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking barrel girl. Ew. Oh. Oh, whoa, that's really cool looking, actually. How'd they do that? Oh my god, he's got a fucking Tommy gun! Holy shit! Yo! These people are getting eviscerated. Holy yeah. fuck! You know how much squibs they must be wearing? An insane amount. Oh my god. That was brutal, man. It's cool. That was awesome. Oh, well, out of bullets. <laughs> well, there goes the budget. Used on that Tommy gun. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if they only had $50,000, yeah. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to probably the most gruesome death in this entire film. Makeup he uses for his lips. I assume it's like black grease paint. I, like I don't It know. didn't leave any marks on that cup. On the glass, yeah. And it doesn't come it off. It could be a matte lipstick with all that. No, but it doesn't come up with like blood and water and shit. Well, they make like water resistant. Since when is she is she dressed? She was like changing, but I think she's in like a shawl. Oh my god! Oh, uh. she's actually gonna die. Oh! Oh! That's crazy! What are you gonna do with those scissors, man? Something beautiful. Oh, he's gonna give her a haircut. Yeah, that's a way to put that. Oh! Oh my god, he's cutting her scalp off oh, with fucking scissors! Skin tear there? Yeah. Oh, oh he's scalping her. Bob doesn't he like scalped scalping. her. He she's been scalped. What is he doing with the scalpel? Oh, just cutting her back. Open. Well, you know how art likes. Now he's stabbing um, her over and over. Like skinning people. Oh man! But we've never got to see it before. Oh, he fucking broke her arm. Yeah. Take it off. Oh, he just ripped her arm off after snapping it. This might be one of the most brutal. Oh, uh, what is? Oh, right down the middle. This next clip is a continuation of the last one, because just when we thought it was over, Art the Clown makes his triumphant return. Um. Yeah? Okay. That's crazy. It's too bad we don't get to see it. Oh, God. No way. <laughs> Please, bro. She's so fucked up. He literally ripped her arm in half. And then split her hand on the middle? Yeah. Missing an eye. He sliced her up. Hey, at least her legs still kind of work. She has to have bled out by now. Like, that's so much blood. Nah, he's really good at just not killing people. Oh, God. It's almost like he has practice. <sighs> oh, he's come oh, back. Oh, what's this? No way. Is that way. salt and bleach? 
Oh my god, I thought it was over! <laughs> you thought. What is wrong with you? That This is just mean. <laughs> I think that's the point, Bob. And he's putting salt <laughs> in her like wounds. He's like, wee! He's like Salt Bay. Man, you know, oh, that's fucking, that sucks. Mm, rip your face off. You rip your face off. Um, he's very strong. He's very strong. This next clip is Ben and I talking about club drugs, and then, well, someone fucking dies. How long does Molly last? I don't know. I don't know. It's just half a tip. Molly's a weird one because, like, it's a cocktail. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just one thing. Yeah. And you never know what the cocktail is exactly. That's really? Why I don't. I don't know a lot about like um. What is Mo it what I'm looking for? Like uh, club drugs, not my thing. Club drugs are super dangerous. Yeah, because like the actual drug is very small. Like you need very little of it. Yeah. And so like ninety percent of it. Yep. God damn! I knew he was. Oh, he's got a gun! Oh my god! He blew her fucking dome off. Hits the wall. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to some, well, repeated dick stabbing. Just oh, the just tip. the tip! No! Am I about to see a dick get cut off in I a wonder, movie? I wonder who wrote that on the car. Oh! Okay, not as visceral as I expected. Okay. How are we gonna have sex now? His dick's gone. That's fine. Oh my god, repeated dick stabbing. Oh, they're, he's stabbing his dick a lot. I thought we were going to see prosthetic dick and then just tip cut off. Throw it in reverse and crush him. You crushed Jeff? Oh, Jeff took the keys. Dude, he won't stop stabbing him in the dick. <laughs> he will not stop. Oh, there it is. Did he just rip his dick off? Yeah. He just ripped his dick off. Just the tip. Oh, he has his dick in his hand. That's funny. Right through that window. Oh my god, she's getting drug out the fucking window of the car. Okay. It's pretty impressive though. Like, those windows are thick. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess she probably got pretty cut up. Yeah. From the glass getting called out the window. She'd probably run. There you go. Oh! See, we know physical violence works on Art the Clown. Yeah. It but slows him down. I'm gonna be it honest, doesn't kill him. I feel like physical violence works on us. Oh, he's clown. alive still. Just screaming with his dick well, ripped yeah, off. He didn't die. He just had his dick ripped off. I wonder if Felissa Rose has anything to My say about dick that fell dick. Off. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. There were a few. Probably some gagging. Probably some almost throwing up. Yep. That one, that one three-minute scene really had me choking it up there, Ben. I, you can ask Ben. I was struggling to hold it together. Assumedly, you heard that. You definitely heard. I that. know you're probably gonna put it in. Yeah. Whether or not you can hear the gagging is always the issue. Yeah, I tried to stay close to my mic, but I also didn't want to actually throw up on it. Yeah, but always, uh, we've had this in the past where like your gagging isn't picked up well by the microphones. So yeah, whatever, whatever. Do we have any announcements, Ben? Maybe. First of all, I mean, obviously, we're going to have a normal episode on Friday. Absolutely. And, you know, always the normal slack of, like, check us out on Twitter, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to, like, comment on YouTube, that's a great place to communicate with us, like, subscribe, all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe if we're bored, we can play, like, Patty Cake in the comments. Um, I was fucking waiting. Yeah, I was I was waiting. Have fun. Oh, that was a good one. You really got me. I was I was waiting on it. 
yeah, like Beth said, uh, check us out on Twitter, at BewareTheBoard. It's where I post updates about the show. Every Monday, I post a spoiler post for that week's worth of episodes, which is basically a little post with a picture of the movie cover that we're watching, but it's hidden so you can click on it and reveal it and see what movie we're watching and watch it before we do so you don't get anything spoiled during the episode. Also, on the days the episode goes live, I post a link to it, so if you ever miss an episode or wonder like, oh, when did that episode come out? It's on our Twitter. All of our links are there. Everything's live. When it goes live, I tweet about it. Uh, yeah. All right. I want to say this with you really quick. We can discuss this. Yeah. Live on the pre-recorded show. Um, <laughs> do we want to announce what movie we're watching next Saturday right now? Ooh. Because we know. Do you like, know? Unlike most things. We do know. Where we pick uh, the day of. Can I be honest? I forgot what we're watching. Oh, well, I know. What so, are we watching next week, Ben? Like, do you want to do it that way? Why not? Okay. It's fun. That way you don't have to do, like, the whole, like, Twitter thing where you have to be like, we're watching this movie. I guess that's true. If you listen to the episode and get to the end, you'll know what we're watching you next week. You still might want to do that anyway. I probably will. Well, I, I assume we'll still do that on Monday. Oh, for sure. For those, yeah. Mm-hmm. But sure, since we know what we're watching next. Uh, yeah, because we have announced a that freaking right list. Now. It's House of a Thousand Corpses. I don't oh, know why yeah, I'm pulling that's right. it up. It is House of a Thousand Corpses. Hype as hell for that, by the way. Yeah, that's like a Grindhouse-inspired movie, too. Yeah. So that's kind of a nice... thematic. ...thematic lead-in. Uh, it's a Rob Zombie film, so... I'm excited to watch Bob Rob Zombie. Zombie. Watch the Rob Zombie film. Good old Bob. Good old Bob. Good old Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Interesting character. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see you next Saturday with that, and then we'll mm-hmm. see you the day before that with a regular... With a regularly scheduled episode. Yep. So, uh... Um, Until next time. Bye. Yeah. Bye.